0: We used Post-its to visually map out what we were working on. You could totally do the same thing, whether you're working on mapping out your process for packaging or your process for basically anything. I used it to map out my client intake process, and I broke it down into four pillars. And it was really cool because we were using Post-its to do this. I was like, oh, I forgot this step. So I just like took off the Post-it, moved it down, and added another one. that happened so many times, and I kept being so grateful that the post-its were removable so I could really see how things were going to flow. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So, friend, grab an iced coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. I am so excited to do another episode on business retreats. I did one last year after I had my first ever business retreat. After doing another business retreat this year, I knew I needed to come on and make another podcast episode about it because I'm not convinced enough of you listening are taking business retreats and you need to. (laughs) So let's jump right in. Okay, before we get into the tips, I feel like we need to talk about business retreats in general. So when I am considering a business retreat, I've gone on a few different things like with groups, but... What I really mean is like a solo business retreat where it's like you and maybe one friend where you're getting really to work on your own business. So I have gone on an annual fall business retreat with my biz bestie and real life friend, office partner. We work together, but we have scheduled our business retreats together and it's been really phenomenal. So last year in 2020, we scheduled a business retreat. And for that retreat, we really focused on the vision of our company as a whole, not just something specific. But this year, I planned the business retreat specifically so I could carve out some time to work on my client process, like the part of my web design process where I need to gather content from my clients and I need to communicate with them, get them onboarded, send them contracts and proposals. And it was very difficult for me to set aside working hours to get that done. So I'm like, it's time to schedule another business retreat to give myself some distraction-free time. And I'm telling you, you need to schedule yourself a business retreat. This is one of the best investments in time and it's fairly low cost that I have done in my business to really move something forward, move a piece of the business forward, whether it's the vision or a particular piece. So go ahead right now, pause this episode, look at your calendar, plan yourself a business retreat. For you, it might be like late January, early January somewhere in there where you can go and really focus in on what you want to do with your shop this year or next year, 2022, or whenever you're listening to this. In an ideal situation, you could do this like every quarter or maybe every six months, whatever it is, you need to schedule one now. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to give you some tips that have worked for me the last two years that have really made my business retreats very effective for getting things done. All right, number one, you have to get out of your normal work environment. Whether you have an office space or a studio or you're working from home, you have to get out of that environment in order to give yourself that distraction-free zone. If you oh. try to like close yourself up In your home office for a day or two days, it's not gonna work because you're gonna be thinking about how you need to switch the laundry, you can't remember the last time you swept the floor. If you have kids, they're gonna be banging on your door no matter how many times you tell them don't touch the door. (laughs) You need to get out of your normal work environment. So you could do something as simple as booking a hotel room in a neighboring town so you don't have to drive very far, but you're removed from your everyday life. That would be fairly cheap. What Shana and I have done the last two years is booked an Airbnb somewhere pretty close by because we don't want to spend a lot of time driving. So the two different destinations we've gone have been about two hours from where we live. We've booked an Airbnb for the weekend. We live on a Friday, come back on Sunday. So it's really like one full day and a couple of hours on Friday and Saturday. And that has been good. I will say I would love to make it like another day, like two full days of work but I also have a family. Taking that time away isn't always easy, but at least having one full day is crucial. It's been really fun to book the Airbnbs because you get to check out all these new homes. The Airbnb we stayed at this year, we actually drove to Coeur Idaho, which was fun because I have not been to Idaho in a long time. We live in Washington. It's just like an hour and a half, two hours away. We drove to Coeur d'Alene. I found this really cute 1900 cottage that had been renovated, and it was really cute, creaky wood floors. <laughs> it was a very noisy house, which is my brain does not like noise, but it was very cute, really cozy, and it was fall, so there were leaves everywhere. I actually shared behind the scenes on my Instagram stories, and if you are listening to this, I will go make a highlight. So if you did not see behind the scenes, you can go check that out. It was fall, it was beautiful. It was a lovely place and it really felt like an inspiring place to get work done. So if you do book like a hotel, just make sure you have some place comfortable to sit and get your work done. For this Airbnb, there was a really comfy couch. We just sat there all day, like typing away on our computers. That's the first tip. Get out of your normal work environment. Give yourself somewhere distraction-free, some creative energy space where you can get some things done. Tip number two is going to be to pre-plan your agenda. Now, you don't have to have a down-to-the-minute agenda. We did create an agenda like that once we arrived at the Airbnb, but prior to going on the trip, we knew exactly what we wanted to work on, and that I think is really crucial. So last year at our business retreat, the whole purpose was really to create clarity and like kind of envision what the future could bring and what we hoped for the business. And so we went into it with a workbook of questions that we knew would help us find those answers. We both had purchased a course that had those questions in them. And so it was just kind of something that we knew we had that we could use as a resource. You could pre plan some questions. You could look up questions that you might want to ask yourself. It really depends on what you need in that moment if you are trying to create like a vision or an overarching goal for your business. This year, the second retreat, I went in specifically knowing I wanted to work on my client process and I had worked through what I thought that would look like on paper before we even went on the retreat, just so that once we got there, I wasn't wasting any time on trying to figure out, oh, what am I gonna do? I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I have a very strong pro tip here for this is, whatever you do, bring Post-it notes. We did not bring our post-it notes to this retreat this year. And then we had to run to the Safeway and buy post-it notes. And they are much more expensive at Safeway than they are anywhere else. (laughs) So bring your post-it notes. We have used them every year, but in different ways. So it's very interesting. Last year, we wrote on our post-it notes affirmations for ourselves to really set the tone and bring in that you know really positive energy into the whole retreat. So we wrote down affirmations. We probably wrote like 25, 30 each, and we posted them all around the house. And we had separate colors, so we knew which one belonged to who. We loved them so much that we saved them and brought them back to our office and used them in our office for a long time afterwards. So that's one way to use your post-its. This year, we used post-its to visually map out what we were working on. You could totally do the same thing, whether you're working on mapping out your process for packaging or your process for basically anything. I used it to map out my client intake process and I broke it down into four pillars. And it was really cool because we were using post-its to do this. I was like, oh, I forgot this step. So I just like took off the post-it, moved it down and added another one. That happened so many times. And I kept being so grateful that the post-its were removable. So I could really see how things were going to flow and when there were deliverables, I used a separate color to like delineate when something was like my task to do. So it was very cool to see it mapped out. And then once we had them set and we knew that it was working, we moved it over to Asana, which is the project management system we use to keep organized, which really works like virtual Post-its because you can click and move them around. But it was really helpful to see it visually up on the wall as we were working through those processes. When you're making your packing list, tuck in a couple stacks of post-it notes. You might want a few colors. They are very helpful. I kind of laugh when I think about this because I hate post-it notes. Because if you have kids, then you know that post-it notes are like confetti to children. They're everywhere. And so I'm like anti-post-it note, except for when it comes to my business retreat. Okay. And my third tip is To help you make the most of your solo business retreat or the one you're going with just your one friend, whatever it is, and I want you to schedule time to relax and treat yourself, whatever that looks like for you because I know everyone is different. Some people love to take a long bubble bath. That is not me. (laughs) Maybe you need to schedule like time to take a two-hour nap or you wanna go to an ice cream shop or you wanna get decadent coffee. Whatever it is, schedule time to relax and treat yourself One night after we had worked all day, so this was Saturday, we had worked all day, I was like, I kind of just want to lay in the bed and read for an hour. (laughs) So we did. We just laid in the bed and read our books because we both love to read. Schedule time to take care of yourself because as a solo business owner, everyone has demands on them beyond business. You know, you have so much more. You have family, you have friends, you have responsibilities, but this retreat can be a really great time to not only work on your business but rejuvenate your energy and just like yourself because taking care of yourself is a important part of running a solo business. When you're burnt out, it's so much harder to do business. I know that from experience. Very recently, I've I've experienced some depression and burnout. To be completely honest with you, I laid in bed for four days. Not a lot of work happened in those four days, which is frustrating as like someone who loves to show up for my clients and get things done. But I also know that I was so drained that I couldn't have gotten things done in those four days anyways. That is why I had to lay in bed. So when you are planning this solo business retreat, make sure you carve out time for yourself and treat yourself in some way, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that thing is that you just love, do that. The first year we got sushi on our way to the business retreat and that was like the perfect treat for me. It has been a long time since I've had sushi and I am ready for some more. (laughs) Maybe that's one idea for you. Whatever it is that you love and you enjoy, plan that into your retreat. Okay. I hope that this has convinced you to go to your calendar, block out some time and take a business retreat. Like I said, you can just go to your neighboring town. So you don't have to spend a lot of time or money. You know, you might spend a couple, depending on where you live, maybe like two or $300 on a hotel, but you're going to get so much done in that time. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to feel really, really good. Even going into the next week, but like going into the next season or the next quarter, whatever that looks like for your business, it's going to feel really rejuvenating. You're going to love it. I know I do. I'm ready to book another one. (laughs) It's only been like three weeks. It's probably too early to convince my husband I need another one. But anyways, (laughs) that is all I have for you today. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful. I would love to hear from you if you want to send us a message on Instagram. We love hearing from our listeners and we thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.